What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody. 149. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing great, man. Just trying to figure out my uh, lineup for fantasy so I get back on track before uh, week five. So how's everything on your end? Same, man. Just hanging in there. You know, took, took the beating from Dallas that, that was kind of expected. And, and yeah, from, from, from the fantasy side, uh, had, had a nice comeback week. Looking to, looking to roll that into week three. Yeah, I think uh, this, this week is going to be an easier week for me. It's going to be, uh, I just got, like I said before, I got to get rid of one of these running backs before, uh, mm-hmm. before, uh, the, before Camara, what's the name? And, uh, uh, JT comes back. So, mm-hmm. I mean, let's, let's get right into it, man. I mean, your Jets, man, they took the, uh, a hard loss. Oh, I don't want to say hard, but, uh, like, like, uh, homeboy said, we, they are who we thought, thought they were when it comes to your boy Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't think the the Wilson thing was unexpected, like we talked about. I mean, to be, to be fair to him, I th- I thought he played okay for the first three quarters, and then, you know, I I think that when you have him in there, you you expect a lot from your defense, and defense wasn't really there. Um, Dak kind of was getting whatever he wanted. CD had a huge game, mm-hmm. um, and and yeah, so the defense isn't there, uh, and you're down. One two touchdowns. It's it's uh it, that's not that's not how the Jets are gonna win with with Wilson at, at QB. No, nah, definitely not, man. I'm surprised you guys didn't barely you barely ran the ball, which I thought would have been in your favor to against the Cowboys to kind of slow down that pass rush, but barely yeah, ran the I ball. Think that's part of the problem. That's part of the problem when you get down, right? You just kind of like abandoned the run. And and Brees Hall obviously wasn't wasn't thrilled after the game, and, and don't blame him. They really got four four touches. Uh, I think Dalvin Cook only had four touches. So, yeah, I mean, you got to do better. Yeah, I feel like if you, I feel like you got to start the game off run heavy, uh, just to set the tone, because then uh, those guys can't cheat and try to, you know, uh, jump the snap and get to the quarterback, because uh, that's when they start licking their chops. So, but uh, I'm hearing rumors that you guys are trying to get a uh, uh, Carson Wentz, man. No, 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 thank you. <laughs> Moving on. What if he comes back and you know revives, re, um, re, like he's reinvigorates his, to, his career, man? He's not. He, it's not happening. The ship has sailed. Do, do you think he'll be better? You think he can be better than Wilson, or just straight up, nah, nah? No, I don't think so. I don't think he can be better. Dang man. What uh? Outside of Brady, are there any other quarterbacks you, you would uh want to see him pick up? Um, no, I wouldn't mind a guy like Colt McCoy. Uh, I just, I, I don't. I don't know what the the gain over Zach Wilson is. I think, you know, if you traded for a guy like Jameis Winston, something like that, I could get on board with it. Um, but at that point, you're basically saying we're done with Zach Wilson, which fine if that if that's the route you want to go. Right. But the second you go and trade for a, you know, another backup quarterback in the league to, to take over. That's it. That's it for him. Might as well get rid of him. Yeah, I mean, you, you think he'll be uh, too butthurt if uh, another quarterback comes in, or? Um, no, I just, I mean, yes, he'll, he'll be butthurt, but it, like, what's the point if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna play him when your starting quarterback goes down? He's your backup. 
then what's the point if you're gonna go if you're gonna go try to sign somebody else uh if you trade it for like a um a number one guy then then that's different but i, I don't know any number one quarterbacks that are getting traded i mean if you went say you went for like a matthew stafford or somebody like that i could i could i could see it you could you could still keep you know a zach wilson there but other than that no if, if you if you're trading for a backup you're, you're done with them yeah, in my mind, I think it's gonna be interesting to watch to see how it unfolds. Mm-hmm. Whether they just get desperate and you know go out and get the quarterback, or they just wait it out till Rodgers comes back next year, and um, you know just gain the experience for this year. So, and then uh, we have the Thursday night game. I know we skipped around. Uh, we had the uh, Eagles and the uh, Vikings. Kind of, kind of what we thought. I mean, the Eagles were kind of. Uh, uh, win that game, uh, but you know the Vikings made a made it made kind of made a game out of it, game out of it towards the uh, end of towards the end of the game. It started catching up, but I felt like it was too late, man. The Vikings went out and uh, traded for uh, Cam Akers. Uh, Madison is not getting it done. I think everybody thought that going into the year they're going to need another running back. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays that situation plays out as well. Yeah, that was one of the situations where we were talking about like uh, backup guys rolling into a number one role. How's it going to play out? You know, similar to Tony Pollard, and, and yeah, maybe, you know, I think bringing bringing Cam Akers in makes a lot of sense for them. Split up the split up the carries again, get the dual back system going, and take a little pressure off Madison. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Pressure is the right, clearly, right word, man. He just he's not been doing good at all, man. Whether it be no. like breaking tackles, running the ball, or just uh yeah, um, but so, sometimes there's just like a lot of internal pressure on yourself right when when you're when you're put as the number one guy so so maybe this kind of you know sparks something in him i mean i hope so man uh otherwise he he's gonna be uh sending that back a roll for a long time man <laughs> and then um then we had the, some sunday sunday games i mean we had the giant we had the giants uh almost looking like they were playing the cowboys again um down like 20 zip by halftime. Uh, thank goodness I turned it off and tried to watch another game. Uh, then eventually it started coming back. But ultimately, I mean, this is, this is a game we should, the Giants should have won, but they lost uh, Saquon for about three weeks. So now uh, coming into a, a few harder teams coming up, it's going to be interesting to see how it fares out because uh, the team's going to be heavily, heavily relying on uh, your boy Daniel Jones to get it done. I had them in my suicide pool, so when they got down twenty one nothing, I had written that off. Um, <laughs> they they came out quickly, scored a touchdown, which was nice. I was like, okay, they can do this. And then there's some I don't know. I was watching. There's some BS penalty or something like that, and uh, they, they kept a, a Cardinals drive alive, and, and they ended up um, coming down, scoring a touchdown, making twenty eight seven. I was like, ugh, done again. And then. Yeah, I mean, they played well down the stretch. You know, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, who's calling the plays over there. Dable said he didn't, he wasn't calling the plays, but it really looked like he was the whole second half. So, uh, interesting dynamics rolling out in, in New York over there. Oh, yeah, because uh, he's also the type that uh, even if, if somebody else was calling the plays, um, like he, he's, he seems like the type that wouldn't want the credit. Right. Kind of to save his guys. So, Yep. It's gonna be interesting to see come this game because we're gonna have the we have the 49ers. So if you thought Dallas defense was uh, crazy, mm-hmm. uh, so is this one. So hopefully uh, we're gonna figure out how we can run the ball, whether it be through Danny Dimes or the collective running back group we have, 
And uh, I mean, we're going to need a big day out of Waller. So, absolutely, it's going to be tough, tough on a short week with no Barkley. That's for sure. Oh yeah, definitely is, man. And then um, some of the other games, I mean, we have the Dolphins and the Pats. I mean, Tua looks good. Takes care of the Pats. I mean, Pats. Uh, you know, they got they their defense is always there, man. But I mean, they're going to need some weapons on offense. I don't know how long it's going to be before they get them. It is. Uh, it seems like there's some that they neglect every year. So. Yeah. He- you know, Bills just never wanted to sign uh, uh, expensive um, offensive players. It just never – it's not in his, his uh, you know, outside of the tight ends. He, he just doesn't do it. He doesn't sign wide receivers. He doesn't really sign running backs. But, yeah, I mean, they got exposed. The difference, you know, between those two teams right now is, is the skill players. And, I mean, I, I think two is a little, a little better than Mac. But uh, I don't know. It's hard to tell without you know Mac having a full arsenal. Like you know, he doesn't have Waddle and, and Hill and company on the outside, and, and you know a solid running back and crew and a good line. Um, and, and obviously McDaniel's a, a good coach, and, and he sets up to a uh, to succeed. And, and two is five and zero against the Pats now. So it's um yeah, it's it's a it's a little bit of a change there uh, for for uh, that Miami New England dynamic. Yeah, definitely is, man. But like, uh, Bill needs to just get with the times, man. But I mean, don't get me wrong; they've been uh, still in the mix these past years without those offensive weapons. But I think once they uh, do decide to do it, uh, it's gonna make a big difference for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if they will. Well, I mean, we'll see. Their their defenses seem solid. Uh, again, tough tough matchup with Tua. Tua, you know, they 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 definitely had a game plan coming in of, of getting out, getting the ball out quick. Um, doing those slants, some outs, uh, some post plays, <laughs> um, and they execute on those well. Oh yeah, um, that's the thing. They 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 they're figuring out. Hey, uh, we don't want Tua to get hurt, so uh, yeah. the best way to do that is get the ball out quick. And uh, these guys are fast as hell, so once they get the ball, they're able to make uh, magic out of it. So Brady did it for years, right? Get the ball out quick. Yep, and that's some slot receivers. Some tight ends. I mean, they had the running game. I mean, they uh, pretty much got everything. They just got. I feel like their defense should be way better too, as far as the Dolphins. Yeah. But uh, maybe when Ramsey comes back, uh, that'll be a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Before that, we had the Chiefs versus the Jaguars. It was a case of the big bro versus the little bro. <laughs> the Chiefs defense uh, played great. Uh, they shut down that, that Jaguar offense, kept them at bay, and then uh, you know. Patty Mahomes did what he needs to do to win the game, man. Yeah, yeah, u- ugly game. Uh, I think a lot of people are expecting it to be more of a high-scoring type shootout. It really just was a offensive struggle. Game, game. you know, if you told the Jaguars they'd hold Mahomes to 17 going in, that, that uh, they would they would have a really good chance of winning. And they just couldn't couldn't execute turnovers in the red zone. That's, that's a game the Jaguars got to win. Oh yeah, definitely. Because uh, that, that's the one chance to uh, take care of business and beat the Chiefs, um, mm-hmm. especially uh, the, since the Chiefs beat them in the playoffs last year. Uh, like I said, yeah. it's just a now it's a big bro, little bro uh, type of situation. Hopefully they can uh, overcome it. And then we had the uh, Colts versus the Texans. I mean, I was just into this game just to see the rookie quarterbacks. Your boy Richardson is a uh, is a real deal, man. Uh, he Colts definitely got their quarterback. Uh, I mean, too bad he got a concussion, so he'll probably be out this week. But I mean, they just got to figure out a few other things now that they got the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I think 
he looks legit. He's got the legs. Uh, now he's got to figure out that how to stay healthy part, which is always easy for guys like him. So, uh, yeah, he got off to a really hot start. Uh, it was sad to see him go down because they were playing well. They they did end up winning the game anyways. But, but yeah, they got to kind of scheme some ways to protect him. He can't be uh, leaving himself out there for injury. Oh, yeah. Got to figure out how to uh, avoid those hits. And um, kind of like, a, you know, you don't want that to be a, a situation like RG3 or uh, one of the other young quarterbacks that had a lot of potential but took the wrong hit and uh, were pretty much done. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have the Bengals versus the Ravens. I mean, Bengals looking uh, still rusty. Baltimore look a little bit more explosive as far as their offense. Um, they're going to be, looks like they're going to be giving up, uh, giving that ball to Zay as much as possible as far as the receivers. I mean, Odell really didn't, he got hurt, didn't really didn't pay, play much. And then uh, all the other receivers pretty much like afterthoughts. So pretty much it's going to yeah. be uh, that, that run game, Zay, and then uh, your boy uh, Andrews. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's probably enough for them to, to win. They, they've done it before. You know, with without much of a, a a pass game, I think they they got some some dynamic receivers. If if Beckham's you know okay, Zay Flowers obviously uh, he looks great, uh, and then the Andrews. But but yeah, I mean, you get the Gus Bus uh, and Justice Hill splitting some snaps back there, and and uh, you know Lamar can get on the outside there and and run. But I think that's a solid team right there in Baltimore that they got. Yeah, definitely is, man. They're definitely gonna be a hard out, especially uh, once they have uh, their um, their defensive guys come back. Then we have the Monday night games. It looks like the uh, NFL's uh, doubling up on these Monday night games. They double dipping out here. They got the Saint. It was the Saints versus the Panthers. Just wanted to t- take a look at your uh, your Panthers out there, see how your boy was doing, uh, young. And then uh, the Saints. I mean, you got a good defense. Your boy uh, Carr is gonna be managing the team, so. I ain't gonna lie, I'm probably not gonna check them out during the year. Maybe, maybe once uh, Camaro comes back, but that's about it as far as the uh, the Saints. I feel like the, the Saints are gonna be that team that goes like 11 and six, and you're like, wait, how do they win that many games? Because uh, it's different. It's different from you know what, what we've seen the Saints in the past. They've they've always been kind of a well, at least since Breeze was there, kind of a high-powered offense and and outscoring teams, running them up and down the field, and um, and now you know they're they're focused on their defense. And and they're gonna win these games dirty. Yeah, probably uh, low scoring games between the 15, 20 range. And like I said, Car Car just doesn't need to mess it up. So as long as he's not turning over the ball, they'll be they'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Just just manage the game. Then we got the uh, Browns versus the Steelers. This is a, one of those trap games. Thinking the Browns were gonna be on the run based on what they did to Cincinnati. Steelers came out first play of the game on uh, defense, scored a defense touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. They, the Seals do just enough to, to win games uh, between their defense and them not uh, turn over, turn over, turning over the ball. And then uh, as far as the Brown side, I mean, Deshaun's definitely going to have to step it up. I mean, there was that big hit on uh, Nick Chubb. The boy's out for the season. Um, looking like uh, he might have tore his old knee up, whether it be ACL, MCL, PCL, whatever you want to call it. All the, all the L's, one of them drives that hurt uh, the way his uh, knee buck- buckled uh, from that hit. So. I mean, they they did sign Kareem Hunt, so I mean they are familiar with him, so he'll definitely give him some production. But uh, it's definitely going to be all on Deshaun now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, uh, for Nick Chubb, seems like he's pretty well liked, and uh, and tough to see him kind of go down like that. Um, he's solid, solid running back, uh, probably one of the better running backs in the league. And and yeah, I mean, unfortunate, you know, his knee knee. Just, you know, that was a beating. Uh, but 
you know, good to, you know, it's, it's now, like you said, it's now on, on Deshaun to do something. You know, you're going to get, you want to get paid the big bucks. Get paid you $230 million. It's, uh, it's time to put up now. Oh, yeah, definitely is, man. We have to wait and see how they look, man. Um, but, I mean, I think they'll be fine, but uh, it's going to be hard in that division with uh, so many good teams. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be, a, it's gonna be a, a rough division. Oh, yeah. Um, and then after that, I mean, or oh, sorry, week three coming up. Um, like we mentioned before, we got the Giants and the 49ers. Then we have the Pats versus the Jets. How you feel about your team, man? I don't know. I feel I feel okay about them just because I don't think the Patriots have a very high powered offense either, and and they're playing at home. I think they got a lot they got a lot to prove this week. And if they can come out and play well, maybe it's just that Dallas is that good or is playing that well right now. The other side of me just has watched Bill Belichick for a very long time and knows that he's going to have the schemes ready to to shut the Jets down. And and you know the two guys they got to watch out for Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. Um, I just feel like that that uh, that they're going to be ready for that. So it's it's probably a toss up for me, coin flip on, on on whether they win or not. But I don't. I can't do another game like last year when it was like a, a three nothing game the whole time, and it's just like painful football. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, Wilson can come back. I think this is a this should be a confidence game for him. He should come out and do well and help the show build his confidence going in going into the next few weeks of the uh, season. I mean, otherwise, uh, if uh, Patriots come out and they do what they do on the, on him uh, defensively, uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be a long one for you guys. Yeah, agreed. And then uh, we're going to have the Falcons versus the Lions. Um, I'm interested to see this game just because the Falcons are 2-0. Um, they're doing a good job of, uh, you know, it's running the ball. It's a garbage 2-0. Yeah, man, but I mean. I mean, 2-0, 2-0. We'll yeah. that. I mean, they do a great job of running the ball. So, I mean, controlling the clock. I mean, they got a decent defense um, just to see if uh, how legit their defense is as far as uh, shutting teams down. I mean, Lions are one of the top offensive teams in the NFL. So, uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, you, you got the you got their vicious run game, the two-headed monster. So just to see if uh, how much how much of this game they can control. This is pretty much the real test for the Falcons, kind of to see how good they are compared to a team that was, uh, you know, um, in the playoffs or on the cost of being in the playoffs. So we're going to have to, I'm looking forward to seeing this. Yeah. I mean, B. John Robinson's a monster. I just think, you know, I, I, if, if you put Taylor Heineke in for me, I, I just feel like that's a, that makes that offense a little more dynamic. I just don't think Ritter's the guy, you know, unfortunately watching him pass the ball is, is, uh, uh, painful. Um, you know, yeah. So they got too many, they got too I, many weapons for him not to be going crazy over there. It, it, Exactly. Their their offensive the offensive side of that ball is uh, the, the offensive side of the team is just loaded. Yeah, man. They're gonna need to make that switch. So then on, I mean on the line side, um, oh shit. I mean, I'm just I'm just looking forward to seeing them continue. You know, the momentum they had off of last year to uh, get in the playoffs. So um, mm-hmm. kind of, they're kind of like an underdog team, but you know, kind of room for them just to get in the playoffs because it's about time, man. Right. And then um. Outside of that, we had the uh, we have the uh, speaking of two and O teams, we got the reverse zero and two teams. Uh, we got the Chargers <laughs> and the Vikings, man. Chargers with all that talent, uh, they just can't put together wins. Uh, and then on the other side, we got the Vikings, kind of more of a one-sided team, more offensive team. Uh, they kind of just can't really shut teams down on the defensive side, which has uh, been their Achilles heel. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is uh this is one of those matchups where uh you know the, the winner's got a little bit of hope coming out of it and the loser's like you know 
<laughs> maybe getting ready to pack it in for the year. Um, I, I think the Chargers are probably the better team. I just don't think that they're that well coached. They got a good quarterback. Again, all the weapons on the offensive side of the ball in the world. Uh, their defense is actually, you know, pretty okay. Uh, I just, I, I don't, I don't trust their coach. And then on, on the other side, you know, you got, uh, I would say Kevin O'Connell's a pretty good coach over there from Minnesota. The problem there is the quarterback. Uh, you know, he, he can be really good at times. And then you're like, sometimes you watch, you're like, how's this guy even playing football? So, I mean, yeah, this is this is definitely one of those matchups where it's like, all right, someone could win this game, win a couple in a row, and, and then they're back in it. But could also send the the loser into the, uh, into the doldrums there. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I was going to be interested to see because uh, they were saying, uh, you know, showing the teams that started off on two that made the playoffs. Only one team that did it, which is the Bengals, which was last year. So uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see if uh, either of these teams could come back because uh, both, you know, both these teams were in the playoffs. Didn't the 49ers start 0-2 last year? No, no, no. No, I think they were 1-1 uh, one one, uh, between the first three. They, left, they won 11 in a row at some point during the yeah. season. I think they won. I think they won the first one and lost the second one. Didn't won the. Uh, no, they, they definitely lost. The, they definitely lost the first one because I had them in a suicide pool and I lost. <laughs> oh, let's see. Because I know the Bengals lost the first two and then they won. They won like eleven straight. Yeah. Um, yeah. That 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 is correct. Maybe maybe they lost the uh, the second one. So they they were one and two. That's what I was thinking. They they lost the first game, won the second, lost the third. They won a couple, lost a couple. So they were. They were three and four, and then they won ten in a row to end the season. Season and then two in the playoffs. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking of. So yeah, they were three and four, and uh, yeah, won ten in a row there. Yeah, so I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see if uh, either of those teams could bounce back. I mean, yeah, the Chargers they just gotta figure out. They just gotta close out games, man. I mean, they can put up points, but I mean, their defense got it's, their defense has talent. They just can't stop anybody, man. Right. I, I don't know if it's the coaching or. Something, something's going on over there, man. It's probably the coaching, man. But <laughs> we're going to wait and see till next season, probably, when they get a new coach. Yep. The Bears and the Chiefs, uh, I think it's going to be an interesting one just because the, uh, the field situation, you know, he kind of threw his coaches under the bus, uh, saying, like, the play calling is kind of uh, robotic. Almost like he said he was playing robotic, so there seems to be some kind of uh, disconnect between the plays being called and the way he likes to play. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they got to figure out some kind of happy medium where they use they use the best, they use his abilities to the best, and uh, they get that offense going. So, yeah, agreed. I'm expecting a lot of uh, great things from him. So, and then uh, we got to have the Steelers and the Raiders Sunday night game. I ain't gonna lie, man, I'm definitely gonna skip this one. But I mean, I'll probably tune into the score just to. Just to see uh, some of those uh, weapons on the. Uh, I'm interested to see about the tight end on the uh, the Raiders, man. Because uh, Meyer was one of the uh, top tight ends coming out of college, and they're not giving him no burn over there. So yeah, uh, I might check it out just to see what's going on over there. But on the Monday night games, these are more uh, eventful games. I mean, they have the Eagles versus the Bucks. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see your boy Baker Mayfield. Um, supposedly, supposedly a new a new quarterback talking about he's reading defenses, reading their plays. Um, with that Eagles front line, I mean they're gonna be getting after him, so it's gonna be interesting to see uh what happens. Then uh they got NFL's hitting us with a double whammy between the Bengals and the uh the Rams. Uh, I'm hoping this is gonna be a shootout, but the Bengals need to wake up though. Yeah, I mean this Vegas isn't planning on this being a shootout. They got the over under set at forty three and a half, so. 
I think both offenses, you know, struggling to score the ball right now. But well, no, I think uh, I think the Rams are like the second best offense in the league. I think right now. Are they? Yeah, well, I think they're uh, like second or something in like yards yards a game. Yeah. I know the Bengals are last. I think the Bengals are like last though. So mm-hmm. either way, uh, yeah. this is a, this is also a revenge game too. So a little uh, revenge game from the uh, Super Bowl a couple years Super ago. Super Bowl. Yep. It's definitely gonna be interesting to watch just to see if the mm-hmm. Bengals wake up and then uh, just see how the Rams uh that Rams offense can still be cooking, man. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, on to the NBA. I mean, not too much here. Boy Dame uh, does some interviews, stirs up the trade room and talk again. <laughs> um, I mean, it's gonna have to wait and see where he goes, man. He wants to stay with the team, then he doesn't want to stay with the team. He says he, he said in the perfect world he would stay with Portland, but then. Then he talks about how Portland's not on the same page as uh, him and winning. So, you know, he wants to be kind of wants to be out of the inside, but doesn't really say it. I mean, right. it's just this, this back and forth, it just needs to stop, man. Either after the trade or, or go back to Portland. Like, yeah. if you're going to have to trade, let them. Do- yeah, or just put it out there, man. She's like James Harden, man. Like, yeah, yo. Exactly. They, they liars, man. Get, get me out of here, man. <laughs> do something like that, man. But, I mean, we got about five weeks away from the NBA starting, so. It's going to be interesting see if uh, he gets traded before then or during the season. So, yeah. And uh, we got MLB closing out of the regular season, get ready for playoffs. Right now, it's looking like the uh, Orioles and Astros getting the buy in the AL. Uh, then we got some flopping on the wild cards. Now, it looks like the Twins are going to be playing the Rangers. And then the Rays are going to be playing the Blue Jays. Yeah, that's what that's what it looks like right now. You got the Orioles and Astros with the buy. I think the... What are the, the Rangers and, um, yeah, the yeah, Astros, Mariners, Rangers are all within a half game of each other. So that'll be a, a fun ending. Yep. And, yeah, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see what happens there. You got four, uh, three teams looking for two spots, or actually, you know, in the end, four teams looking for three spots. But Orioles locked in, play, Orioles and Rays both locked in playoff spots. They just got to figure out who's going to win that division. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it looks like the uh, – the twins have essentially locked in the uh, the central. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it should be uh, interesting here in, in the AL. Um, and then, like you said, you got the uh, in the NL, you got the Braves and Dodgers who kind of locked up those top two spots, both buys. And right now, it's Brewers, Cubs, uh, Phillies, Diamondbacks. Uh, so that should be that could be interesting. I mean, it's tight tight in the uh, in the NL. You got the Reds, yeah. Marlins, both uh, nipping at the heels of the Cubs. So. Um, yeah, should be a, a last. Uh, I think what do we got? What nine games left? Same Something deal. like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a little battle here uh, down the stretch for the Cubs to to hold off some of the the contenders that are coming up. Oh yeah, every game. Uh, every game is going to count going forward. So. Oh yeah. And then uh, I mean we had college football. We had uh, Colorado versus Colorado State. Mm. Um, I ain't gonna lie, man. I thought it was over for Dion and the man. <laughs> But but yeah, I mean they, they obviously got off to a slow start, but uh, Shadur Shador Sanders uh, took him down the field. Uh, it was a 98-yard drive, uh, yep. tie the game, sent it to overtime, and then Colorado takes it down, takes it down in OT. Yeah, man, just uh, I mean that was a wild game, man. I ain't gonna lie, it was uh, I thought it was over for them just because they had the injuries to Hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the the late the late hit on him. Um, that was such a cheap shot, and and I know. Mm-hmm. I know Dion kind of protected the kid in, in the media, and he probably didn't deserve yeah. what he was getting. But that was, I mean, that was a solid three or four steps he took after and still took a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, man. That, it that su- was, it that sucks. Was 
Yeah, man. I mean, just the fact, because he's also lacerated his liver, and now he's out for a few weeks. So when you got a guy who's your top, one of the top corner corners, you know, corner prospects as far as college football goes, and he's playing receiver as well. He's playing both sides of the ball. He really hasn't seen that since uh, Wilson. Uh, and he's good on both sides. So, I mean, he's somebody they're going to need in these next upcoming games because they're going to have um, Oregon and then they're going to have USC um, mm-hmm. on the defensive side. He's going to they're going to need him to shut down some of these, uh, you know, skill skill players. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I mean, they got Arle- Oregon uh, this week at three on Saturday. I don't think I don't think I think the eye makers are having uh, our favorite favorite favoring uh, Oregon uh, just because. They're more of an offensive, explosive team, and uh, Colorado's going to be struggling against uh, those teams that have good offensive, like offensive line, defensive line, because that's one of the areas they're they're lacking in. Yep. But I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, man. I mean, they believe so. I mean, that's one of the, that's half the battle. So. Yeah. No. Agreed. I uh, I think it's going to be tough, tough against Oregon this weekend, the uh, first major test, and then yeah, you got, you got USC coming coming to Colorado. Is it next week or a couple of weeks? But yeah, uh, we'll see what we'll see what that Colorado team is made of. I still like I still like them to cover. I think it's like a twenty-one point spread or something like that. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, we shall see. Oh yeah, um, they they're kind of, they're making college football way more interesting uh, this year. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no the, the, well, I've, I've been like in a long time actually. I think most years you you pretty much know Alabama or um, Georgia was going to win it all, but. I mean, despite George is probably still going to win it all, but um, they're making every week more meaningful as far as some of these games. Yeah, hundred percent. And then uh, we got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right, so for this week we got uh, brisket tacos. Um, okay. So so we got a smoker uh, last week, and um, so I I found <laughs> magically got this. I, I don't know. I, I I stumbled into this deal in um, at the store. So it was like a ten or twelve pound pound brisket for twenty five dollars because I think they they miss a. Uh, mispriced it so i was like oh i'll, I'll take this um so anyways uh for the brisket it was just uh for seasoning to salt salt pepper uh sea salt coarse sea salt and pepper uh load load that up and then honestly just threw it on on the smoker with the some some hickory uh wood uh for 12 13 hours something like that and really just kind of spritzed it with some some beef stock and and uh mixed with some apple cider vinegar and um yeah just uh did that uh took it out um chopped it up had some corn tortillas uh had some some coleslaw so just some cabbage uh some carrots and, and a, a light mayonnaise and a little cotija cheese on top and then uh topped that off with a uh uh barbecue sauce um so so yeah just some 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 brisket tacos uh on tuesday night Oh, nice, man. Can't go wrong with brisket, man. Um, no. Just so many things you could do with it. It's fantastic. Yeah, man. You just eat it straight up, too. You don't even got to eat no, like, no sides or nothing. You just eat that, take that joint straight to the face. Pause. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what you guys all drink that down with? All right. So 
Uh, it's the uh, so this is a, a brewery out of Asheville. It's called Highland Brewing. Uh, so they they do a lot of uh, they're they're more well known for their IPAs. They have some some uh, red ales, some other things like that. But um, the one we had was called Wishing Star. So it's a cold IPA. Okay. Um, so this is this is like a new uh, like a little bit of a new fad that's going on. It's kind of you know. It's kind of going back to the West Coast IPAs that are a little more bitter, but so they use they use a lager yeast. Um, so instead of the typical ale yeast, uh, lager yeast needs to ferment at a lower temperature. Um, so they they make these cold IPAs. They use a the lager yeast, but everything else is kind of similar to a an IPA, a regular IPA. Um, this one has strata hops, uh, also have mosaic, centennial. So it, it, it definitely has that, that West coast flavor. Um, I still thought it was, it was fairly, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily like the fruity beer that you would get from, from the, uh, from the new England style, but it definitely had some, some good flavor to it. Um, okay. it wasn't fully West coast either, where it's just like bit, you know, kind of bitter on the back end, which I, I do enjoy. Um, but it's different. So, I, th- I thought it was it was good. I'd probably I'd probably give it a six point eight. You know I, I you know I wouldn't go out of my way to get it. Um, but uh, I, I this this new kind of cold IPA style is definitely an interesting an interesting take on on some of these beers. I mean, it doesn't sound too shabby, man. It sounds like you discovered no. some something new, man. Yeah, something different. Yeah, man. Definitely. Uh, sounds like it, man. And then um, so is, is this like a um. I, are they switching up like the the way they brew them now with the style or? So so it's all brewed the same. It's just when when you ferment ferment typically with an ale you can ferment just under room temperature, probably around fifty five to sixty three degrees. With a with a with a lager, it just needs to be colder to ferment. So it's kind of so the, it's like the, a, the brew the brewing's all the same. Everything with the brewing is the same. Yeah, but this is like what would you this this is like a cold brew type of uh, beer. If, they, call it, they call it, yeah, they call it, they call it cold IP. So okay. I don't, it's because, it's because of the way it ferments, it ferments in the cold. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. For, for bites and brews. Bruce? Okay. And then uh, for this week, for the BRRs, I mean, back to desolation. Um, looking <laughs> for some new shit. It's tough, it's tough out there, man. Yeah, it's uh, super tough, man. Looking for some new shows to watch. I mean, winning time. Was doing good, man. They finished it off. Uh, they didn't finish the season, man. They just put like one of those uh, those uh, in the future endings. You know, after the episode, they tell you how everyone about ended up panning out. I wish the show had a little bit more support so we can uh, get to see this uh, get to see the show flourish, man. Because I mean, I mean, this could have turned into a full NBA show, like a uh, drama show, like as far as um. Because it was called Winning Time, you know, the Lakers dynasty. Then after that, they could have went to the Bulls. They could have did the Spurs. I mean, they could have did, you know, who who, who knows where they could have took this man. But unfortunately, I mean, it wasn't enough, uh, you know, people behind the show as far as the ratings. You know, they just ended early. So uh, outside of that, um, I mean, y'all love is blind coming back this week. So that'll give us uh, some stuff to watch for the next week or two. And then uh, outside of that, I mean... Just the regular shows. Check and still watching Invasion season two, which is okay. Um, outside of that, it's not really much else, man. Yeah, I mean, 
I think I'm on to, uh, I was watching Surviving the Raft, Naked and Afraid, you know, really on to the, uh, the, the, uh, you know, uh, reality TV shows. So. Frozen. Yeah, that's all those things. That's where we're at right now. Yeah, man. Um, I did check out The Nun, too. It was okay. Not, uh, not impressed. Uh, I was kind of on the, um, the, the universe of the, um, because they created like this whole universe for uh, uh, what's that other scary movie called? Uh, oh, The Conjuring. Yeah, The Conjuring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, this is part. It's like a spinoff as far as one of the, uh, you know, um, ghosts or demons as far as uh that that were on that was on The Conjuring. They kind of gave it their own story, to, like give you a backstory of uh, where it came from. Um. We'll probably see it in the, the next one, one of the next conjurings. But um, ultimately, it wasn't that. It was not really that scary, man. Um, mm-hmm. These are uh, some of these horror movies are not uh, as scary as they used to be, man. But no, I know. I mean, they're, they're a decent watch, but you know, I expect a lot more, man, coming coming out of them. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, outside of that, I mean, I'm hearing good stuff about this dumb money uh, movie. That's pretty much about the uh, people that made money, all that money off of. Uh, uh, GameStop and some of the other uh, um, stocks when uh, you know we had that little reset, little uh, uh, cra- market crash. So um, I'm hearing good things. I heard it was uh, it's funny, uh, just overall a good movie. So I'm looking forward to uh, checking that out. But it doesn't come out for another like uh, two weeks. So mm-hmm. yeah, outside that, nothing, nothing really else. Oh yeah, man. It's tough, tough sled, tough sled in the in the show world right now. Yep. Uh, thank goodness we got a uh, uh, football keeping us alive. So exactly. And then uh, that's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>